The God of Mischief is back and better than ever. Loki. 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 Wow. Great to see you again. Critics agree. Loki season two is marvelous. Great. And it's finally here. How much do you know? Let's assume I don't know much. A mind-bending adventure. Spectacularly cinematic. I've been waiting for a moment like this. It surpasses all expectations. A little over the top, don't you think? I thought it was spot on. Loki season two. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. You are listening to Absent Minded, brought to you by Habs Eyes on the Prize.com. And it's Patrick Bextel here with the bottom six minutes. We're in the replacement week as Matt Drake is on a holiday. And welcome to Surf One at that. Um, yeah. What can we say about this game? It's crap. The Montreal didn't play well at all. And the refs were bad. The commentary was even worse. That, that That's probably going to be my main hang-up when we, when we go through this uh, bottom six minutes. And uh, I'm going to try to keep it short, but in good old-fashioned way, we have to talk about the refs. It's Matt Drake's main argument, because I can't fire someone today, so I'm going to go with the refs. But um, it, it really started off quite weird. Um, a Montreal player comes into the zone, gets cross-checked in the, fa- in, in the chest, the... Uh, none of the refs calls it. The linesman, though, he calls too many men in the ice for Columbus Blue Jackets. Fair call. But the fact that no one calls the cross-check bothers me. Because in the second uh, stanza, the refs calls a very similar play. But calls the cross-check. And gives the Columbus Blue Jackets a, a one-man advantage. It's It's... These kinds of inconsistencies that really, really bothers me. I understand that Montreal plays at the lower end of the spectrum right now and as do the Jackets. So we might not get the best refs, but these are professional refs. They should be able to handle the situations like this and be able to to give the same call two times out of two. It's as easy as that. On the other hand, it's not the fault of the refs that that causes this game to be as bad as it was it's Montreal themselves and I understand it's tough it's a losing situation it's a situation where you don't want to be but for for some players they are fighting for the NHL future they should be really wanted to go at it and for others it's a learning experience and, and you want to be there as well and you want to learn from it and and but but in the end it just doesn't carry up. It's it's just a non-game. And I'm, I'm frustrated. And I mean, it's frustrating for, for all fans, obviously, even if we, we see the Sean Wright light at the end of the tunnel. But it's it's also frustrating, you know, we're staying up late, especially for, for someone from Sweden. Um, so there... You, it just bothers me to not see the commitment into the game in the same way as, as, as everyone else. My main beef of, with this game, though, is the commentary. And then I'm going to read out here from, from you know, what other people said during the game. And, and 
uh, Ian, subscribe to the build. Uh, May belt slam on on Twitter. Uh, panelists blaming Cowfield on the goal. Certainly part his fault. He flew this zone, and that's what he's been going to do. Live die and um, buy diet. He's uh, he's a Dutch Gretzky in the making. Not really, but but you know he's probably being coached to say when we get control of the puck, start up early, get on the counter. That's perfect. I mean, I, I have no problems with that. The problem is that they don't call, they call out the young guy. The fact that Savard misses a what six foot pass or either to to Romanov, I think it was in this case. But on the other hand, he could easily have just gotten it out of the zone, and they had to reset and come in a second wave. Right now, they got Columbus got control of the puck and kept it around for another thirty seconds, I think it was, and in the end, Cowfield is there he is at the position he gets a little bit you know out muscled and and pushed back to create some space but but it's not i mean you sort of expect that it is the first pass that needs to be called out it's not savard it's not cowfield it's savard's pass that should be called out by the panel it's very easy to go with the new guy something they did in the second period as well i think it was the second at least on the power play, um, Hoffman gets a, a, a dicey pass, let's be honest, but he just shuffles it to the side, to Cowfield, at the board near the, the, the blue line, and he loses control of it when he tries to pass it back to Hoffman. And shouldn't Hoffman be, be the call of that? Again, Cowfield is put in a really shitty situation in regards to, to to Hoffman's pass, and he's not getting any shit from from you know the commentary. It's Cowfield that can't control the puck, or Cowfield can't pass the puck better. He has he's I think it's almost one and a half guy that is on him, and how how should he get the puck out in that situation? Um, I think Suzuki was was the guy coming back there and managed it to to. Um, um, kill off the counter attack, but it's it's really really a problem because a lot of fans and a lot of cautious viewers are looking and listening to the experts, and you have to you have to give the expert the chance to 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 give their point of the read, but they should also be right. It's it, you can't just blame it on the young guys all the time. There are other guys that earn tons of money and are not on an entry-level contract that does mistake too. Call them out. I, I don't agree with, with this read. And uh, Half Labs and, and another former Eyes on the Price person, um, he, he goes on the tangent as well in regards to the first goal. If you want to blame Cowfield, then blame San Luis. He wants Cowfield to streak up a stretch the Columbus Blue Jacket defense or even get behind them. Savard needs to execute that play. It's, it, that is what we expect him to do. That's why he gets the money. That's why he is on a roster. You should be able to get, as a defender, you need, uh, in that situation, you need to be able to get the puck out. And he's, what did we give up to, to second round? Like we got a round, first round pick for Savard, right? I don't remember. I'm too tired. It's Easter, Easter Thursday. It's early in the morning. I'm not focused. 
So I'm blaming on that. But on the other hand, the commentary, you expect better from them as well because they get paid tons of money to sit there and do something that a lot of us can do. Maybe not look as good because I'm getting heavier during the COVID situation, but you know, they have their jackets, they have their suits, they look smart. And then they go on and, and you know, just tear down players that maybe don't deserve it in that regard. Looking at it though, um, yeah, for me, it was good to see Patrick Lyon again. I keep forgetting that he's 23. Incredible game from him. I, I, I really like what I saw. I wish he was in the other jersey though. I wish he was in the Canadiens jersey. Um, but yeah, um, what can we say? It's it's the towards the end of the tunnel and, and we're looking at draft positions uh, come May. And uh, we all want that first overall pick. There are a lot of other interesting picks in in uh, uh, in the early stages of that draft and even in the middle where we would expect Montreal to to have their second pick in the in the first round it's going to be be very interesting um what can we expect from this team come future will Saint Louis uh, Martin Saint Louis uh, stay as a coach hopefully yes hopefully but looking at it it's Montreal goes down Montembeau probably wants to have that goal back um it's a yeah it's a fluke shot it hit i don't know if he tries to save it with a glove or if it hits him somewhere else i couldn't really see that from from the screen that i had um it's 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 a mistake but yeah it happens second a tap in from close in um open net more or less linus is is not one of the punisher of pucks goals that we expect either it's a, it's a he's almost behind the the line when he shoots into the empty net on the power play so there's you know credit though ryan paling nick suzuki um that that gets montreal on the board just before the intermission in the second uh, second intermission and uh, yeah they managed to get that goal back the important goal they get a chance and and paling is fighting in front of the net along with josh anderson i think it's a really good uh, thing and uh, well power play isn't working properly all the time either and and you can see why you're trying to to squeeze it and I, i'm not sure that five forwards on the power plays the way to go i like that martin san louis tries it um he, he needs to figure out what works and what doesn't so so i get that and then in the third period montreal gets another power play or an early power play this is the chance to come back into the game and really it, it it's a non-power play it's a power kill we used to call it a power kill when i started eyes on the price of 2014 it's still a power kill so yeah there we are uh play is going a little bit dead um not much happening and um yeah in the end two goals uh for Mon for um, columbus and montreal loses 5-1 Matt always have the sunshine bit, and uh, I'm I'm, confu I'm I'm really struggling here. I was thinking about it during the game. I, I wrote the top six minutes, so I was actually properly awake and, and drinking coffee and watching the game. And I have to say, like at the start, I was like, Mountain Bow is, is even with the goal against, he's doing quite well. Suzuki, he's doing all right, you know. But to be fair, I I actually think I'm gonna give it to Romanov, and you're gonna go like, yeah, you're you're European, of course, it's a North American 
anti-bias and you, you don't like us. Of course I like you guys. I'm supporting Montreal. I stay up every other night to watch a shitty team lose. As Mrs. Seb says, yeah, Montreal lost, but Cowfield's score, right? Because she even hears about Cowfield on other... I don't have to tell her. She just come, comes home and tells me Cowfield scored last night, right? Well, tonight she can't, but, but anyway. Um, I'm going to give it to Alexander Romanov. I, I like what I'm seeing. He's taking a bit bigger role according to the eye test. I'm not sure that uh, my good friend uh, Wave Intel at Twitter agrees. I'll give him a shout out and then we can get a read on it on Twitter and, and you guys can follow that up. But um, Paul would probably say like... Uh, um, he'd be uh, Jason would probably Jason Paul is his name um, would probably say nah he's not doing very well but he, he has to patch it and move early in the in the first period he gets a really good hit a proper hit like hips out ass out hit the guy against the board and he what I really liked there was that he didn't have to fight for it you know it was a good hit both fell down Romanov gets up very very well Um he, he he just keeps on playing nasty as the blue jacket guy fair play you know it's but but this is what i like you know you don't have you you have a guy hitting you don't fight him it's a clean hit deal with it learn to be better uh be faster whatnot uh he also played quite well in his neutral zone uh and defensive zone uh having some stretch passes cleaning out in front of the net a little bit He's playing a little bit more physical in front of the net, not with the sticks as he's always had since I started watching him in Ska, Seska. Uh, but yeah, it's it's I, I like what I see. He also had a good shot, uh, complete getting in a little bit more in the offensive zone. Obviously, the fourth goal could be counted against Romanov. He pinches up. There's no one behind him. On the other hand, you're down three-one. You need to pinch at that situation. It's it's super simple. You need to pinch because you, it doesn't matter if you lose 4-1, but it does matter if you get a goal in and you can start maybe getting to, towards the draw. I have no problems with him there. Of course, I wish he got on the pinch correctly, but I don't mind him. So I think, you know, Montambo could have gotten it. Suzuki could have gotten it. But those were the, the three standouts for me. And I think Romanov should be rewarded with that you know player of the game that matt usually has here in the bottom six minutes and you should all follow matt if you don't because uh, he's a great guy can't believe i've known him for seven years already but anyways this has been the bottom six minutes from uh, patrick bexel from sweden uh early easter thursday uh i hope you enjoyed it um and uh, I know it's two weekends for two different fates here. So for Christians, it's Easter. And for Jews, it's uh, Pesach. Um, I wish you all happy holidays. And uh, please take care of each other in these troubled times. Um, I think Matt will be back for the next bottom six minutes. Unless... Otherwise, it's going to be uh, me, Jared or Anton doing it. So, uh, we'll see. Happy Easter and Pesach.
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.